Hey guys, and welcome back to the You Know The Drill podcast, the podcast hosted by me, Ferris, and my mate Robbie, two fourth-year dental students producing content for all your dental needs. Whether you're a dental student or applicant, if you want to learn more about the reality of dentistry, this is the podcast for you. If you want to keep up to date with all our episodes, follow our podcast on your platform of choice, check out our YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok over at You Know The Drill podcast. Thank you. So today we are rejoined by Dr. Chris McConnell. Dr. Chris is an advanced dental surgeon and the current president of the BACD. In this second episode, we'll be discussing the BACD and his role within the academy. So, welcome back, Dr. Chris. Thank you so much, Robbie and Farris. That's fantastic. Um, and I'm, uh, your introduction is phenomenal. Well done. Very well rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, Dr. McConnell, can you let our listeners know what is the BACD, please? Absolutely. So the BACD stands for the British Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. And really what it is, is it's a supportive network and a learning platform for people who want to kind of or have interest in uh, cosmetic and aesthetic dentistry. Perfect. That's pretty excellent (laughs) summary. And what does cosmetic dentistry actually entail? Okay, really good question. That's a rabbit hole one, isn't it? Um, what is your concept mm-hmm. of cosmetic dentistry in dental school? Great. Okay, so the way I kind of think about cosmetic dentistry is um, a style of dentistry that improves the aesthetic, uh, that, that primarily focuses on the aesthetic production and reproduction of to, of teeth, basically. So just really making sure that um, the latest technology is used, the best materials are used, the most optimized techniques are used to ensure that uh, w- whatever dentistry is made actually looks fantastic. But that's kind of how I would define it. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, cosmetic dentistry is very much all of that. Um, and I think that primarily it's about, mm-hmm. uh, have you... Have you come across the phrase of um, uh, mental health, spiritual health, social health, and all that kind of stuff? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. So, so the cosmetic dentistry is very much about that. So, the basics and fundamentals of cosmetic dentistry, exactly as you said, about making you look better. However, really, if you scratch the surface and look a little bit deeper, um, it's more about the psychology of the patient. It's about giving them uh, confidence back. It's about giving them. Uh, the ability to go out and smile, make friends, and you'll be surprised at how debilitating a bad smile is to people and how uh, conscious and aware they are that it really massively impacts on lifestyle uh, to the point that they may not want to go out for a dinner with their their um, friends or, or partners. They may not wish to socialize. And Cosmetic dentistry is about delivering something to the patient that gives them a better quality of life, a better value of life. Um, It's not just about Ryland and these huge teeth that you see. Um, It is fundamentally more about the the mental, spiritual, social health of of a patient. And that's how I view it at at any rate. Yeah. And... Kind of with regards to the BACD as an organisation, what is it really involved in? Um, so the the BACD is really uh, it's an academy that is focused on um, promoting learning um, of cosmetic dentistry within the UK for dental practitioners, and also in raising mm-hmm. awareness with the um, population at large 
about ethical cosmetic dentistry. Uh, we're very firm in that all our members um, who join and become a full member, accredited member or fellow member um, have to um, show a pathway of learning that supports our faith that they are actually doing things in the right way. Because the biggest problem mm -hmm. with cosmetic dentistry these days is every man and his dog thinks that they're a cosmetic dentist if they just put the word cosmetic dentist up in, in, in their window. And this, this yeah. is my huge single biggest beef is I'm walking along a road and, and I see, I look around and I, you know, it says, uh, you know, um, Stepney dental practice, uh, apologies if there is a Stepney dental practice. I don't know if there is one or not. And it goes, um, it goes, um, NHS, cosmetic dentistry, Botox implants. Okay. And I'm looking at it and going, you, there's no way on this planet that you can do cosmetic dentistry ethically and well, if your if your primary focus is NHS dentistry and pumping that through, there's two completely different beasts. It's like going and seeing your 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 GP's practice nurse to be doing a hip replacement, right? It's not going to happen. So mm. you need to have um, good. Uh, you need to understand the learning pathways, and the BACD is there to support dentists um, and now therapists. Um, in developing their cosmetic skill pathways uh, in a structured manner so that you can become good in what you do um, and you can be co become confident in providing um, cosmetic dentistry to a good standard. Excellent. And what kind of events do or does the BACD hold for dentists, dental therapists and dental students? Um, so we have uh, a number of uh, events every year. So uh, the event, uh, the the, um, the educational calendar um, changes every year, but we have a kind of core focus in where we're looking at. So it will be in smile design, it will be in occlusion, it will be in um, crown preps. Uh, you know, looking at vertic preps, BOPT. Mm. Um, it'd be looking at our implant stuff. Um, so it, it focuses on uh, quite a broad range of cosmetic um, focused. Uh, um, learning objectives. Uh, and we have a, a number of education days throughout the year. There's um, obviously very, um, there's a lot of dentists in London. So there's always a couple of events in London. And then we take it out um, to other cities as well. Uh, this year, we've been in um, Birmingham and Leeds. Uh, next year, I think we're looking up at Newcastle and Manchester. In fact, there's a, a Young Dentist Day um, coming up in Manchester in um, September. Uh, that's a phenomenal one to go for, if, uh, and and on that they're looking at um, the dentistry of uh, the, sorry the business of dentistry, looking at the um, mm. how to become a young cosmetic dentist, the pathways you want to go down. They're looking at um, kind of accountancy litigation and all this sort of stuff. So really, really valid and you know to the point um, aspect um, um, topics specifically for young dentists. So definitely look at uh, that if you are interested in cosmetic dentistry that's the young dentist day in um in september um so, and then of course we have our conference um every year and the conference uh is is phenomenal i know you guys you know um uh up in edinburgh and it was uh, lovely to bump mm. into you faris in edinburgh and, and the, the the smile mm. on your face when you're seeing pascal manier up on the stage going golly look at this he's a he's yeah. a legend he's a god of dentists and here i am a yeah. fourth year student watching this guy you know um, it, so we, we aimed at the yeah. conference to bring huge speakers over that no one else can do. 
You know, we've had uh, last year we had Pascal Manier. Uh, year before uh, before COVID, we had John Coyce. Uh, this year we've got Frank Spear. I mean, these are big hitting names. This is like me going, we've got Ronaldo coming over this year, Messi, Beckham. You know, yes. These are these. If you don't know who these guys are, these guys are the gods of of dentistry. They are huge. And um, yeah. yeah, that we have them over at our conference where where you're learning so much from them. But the conference is more than just one guy. It's a three day event, and you've got hands on that you can do. And the most important part is socialising. Mm. And as part of my role as president this year, what I really wanted to focus on was that the BACD has to be forty percent education and sixty percent socialising. Right. Because when we socialize and, and, and network, that is when you do your learning, okay? Yeah, you'll learn a little bit from the education, but oh my gosh, you learn so much more sitting having a few gin and tonics with, the, with, with a god and you're sitting and having a chat, you know? And, and uh, I, you know, yes. I learned a whole few things from Pascal Manu and we were sitting there, we're in Edinburgh, we were in um, uh, a little bar uh, uh, just off the Haymarket and, he, and we were whiskey tasting. It was me, hit me, him, and one other guy. And it was great fun. And you learn so much more. Yeah? So that yeah. is really where, where the BACD is at, is, is, is in the socializing part as well. Definitely. And I think it's this whole idea of, you know, expanding your network and meeting people that give you a different way of thinking. Like, it's fantastic to read about different things and different techniques, but actually talking to people that are implementing things and have, you know, got their own twists on the things that you learn is, is is the best way to actually you know grow as a clinician um so yeah i think i think that's a really important part of being part of the bacd or being part of different organizations that not just give you you know like a bunch of lectures to sit through but also give you a community to learn more from so it's, it's really nice to hear that that's something that is that is that exists <laughs> especially from you know as a young dentist when you kind of uh, don't know what's going on in the world um and just with regards to your role as president how did that come about um so the the president is a, a, it's, a it's a democratically elected position uh, within the BACD and to get there you don't just suddenly become president or get nominated as president there's a pathway to go through um and mm-hmm. this pathway is really i think the the backbone of the BACD, and this is why the BACD is such a good family, because it's not something you can just dip into for a couple of years and dip out. It starts to become a bit of your life, and when you're president, it starts to kind of take over your life. Uh, you know, and my wife is looking forward to uh, uh, getting me back <laughs> at some point. Um, <laughs> but really, it, it, it's a journey, and, and it, it, can, it starts out from you know when you're a student, if you wish. Um, so really you, you, there's lots of levels of where you can join. You can become student reps, which we really encourage because that's how you, know, you guys learn. We engage, we're all there. We're friendly. And although we're kind of, you know, older, uh, we want to share our knowledge and, and we're really happy to do that with people who come up and ask, um, then moving into committees. Once you're graduated, you can then come uh, join a committee on a committee. You help in the running of a particular aspect, whether it's education whether it's membership, whether it's young dentist stream, um, then if you do well at that, you'll be um, maybe cornered uh, on, in, uh, uh, at a conference in a dark room and say, hey, do you want to maybe think of standing for board? Um, you step up to board, you get given more responsibility. And once you've done board for a couple of years or more, 
um, then um, you can have the opportunity to stand for election for uh, for the presidential pathway. And the presidential pathway is a four-year path. So once you're in it, it's a four-year journey um, through to, to become president of the BACD. Oh, wow. So it's, it's like having a, a second career. <laughs> there's, there's a lot that goes into it. It is, basically, yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they do. Uh, the BACD does become your, your second family. Uh, now, I live in Cornwall, and so when I go up for an event, I've got to go up the night before. I stay yeah. up in London, I do the event, and then if I'm lucky, I get the last train home, which is, I think, you know, 7 p.m. On, fr- on, on a Friday, um, and that gets me home for midnight. Um, or, but if I can't do that, then I stay up and I come home on Saturday and, and my, my kids and my wife have started to joke about you know, the other family in London, you know, cause I'm up there you know, once, <laughs> twice a month. And, like, and who, who are these other, who is this other family that you have? You know, how old are the children now? Six and eight. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a whole yeah. other life, whole other life. But it's very, it's very interesting because it's, it's nice to see that there's other things that you can balance alongside being a, a busy practitioner. So what actually is involved uh, as being like the BACD president? What things do you do? Uh, so really it's about um, just promoting ethical cosmetic dentistry. And it's about trying to have the focus and the ability to promote this through both our um, dental community to all our colleagues and also to the public to be aware mm-hmm. of, of, you know, choosing the right um, cosmetic dentist. Um, so you know, m- my role is really just kind of as, as the figurehead of, of the organization for the year. Um, I get approached to do, um, uh, uh, to present the different meetings. To, mm-hmm. um, I get in, um, involved with um, different groups in kind of the promotion and awareness of cosmetic dentistry. So it's just really kind of taking on the mantle from the, the previous um, president and just kind of keeping that ball rolling. Uh, but it's really, it's just, you know, it's an honor to be the president. It's, um, it's a position that, you know, is very humbling to hold because you're, you're the figurehead and you're the spokesperson for a phenomenally big and very, very important worldwide academy, the BACD. I mean, we are looked at, you know, with, you know, People all over the world look at us with, with absolute, you know, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? They, we're really revered, mm-hmm. and um, to, to hold that position is is massively humbling. And you know, I, I I get messages from people all over the world. That go, oh, Chris, you know, it's, you know, I'd love to kind of uh, come over, meet up with you guys. Oh, I would love to invite you out here. You know, blah blah blah. Uh, and and you know, we the BACD is. Uh, it, an incredibly valued and high profile mm. academy within dentistry worldwide. So yeah, so it's, there's a lot of plates to spin, but it's an incredibly enjoyable role. It's incredibly, um, it, you get a lot back from it. Um, and, and I, I really enjoy it and, and, and it's good fun. It's good fun. Excellent. And what would you say some of the highlights of your role so far have been? So you've said that you've managed to do some fantastic talks and engage with people worldwide, but what would you say are some other standout things that you get to do? Um, I think it's the invitations that you get. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, depending if you like traveling, I've, I've um, been invited, I've gone over to, uh, this is the frustration, it's coming out the back of COVID. So I've had an invite to Germany, Austria, Miami, uh, uh, Auckland, uh, oh, wow. Mumbai, uh, Singapore. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and out of all that so far, I've, I've managed, um, uh, Austria 
uh, and um, uh, and um, uh, Germany. Yeah. So and only two. And I wanted to do the Miami, and then we got shut down with COVID. Oh. So I'm incredibly frustrated. I could have gone all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, that's one of the big the, the big benefits. Yeah. Uh, but joking aside, it's 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 networking. It's meeting people. Yeah. Uh, it's being invited to local things in the UK as well, and and it's just meeting you know like-minded dentists. Uh, we had the dentistry show up in Birmingham recently, and it was really lovely to go up there and meet people and and go out and socialise afterwards and. You know, it's mm. um, it, it's really it, it's it's like becoming a, a more integral part of a family. So you know, imagine you know, you've got your big family, and you've got you know, rather than feeling like the the you know, the, the weird uncle <laughs> stuck out on the outside, you're kind of more coming into the core, and you maybe start to become like you know the granddad or something like that. The core local. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And um, what would you say some of the challenges are? Because obviously, taking on a role such as this is is demanding in terms of time and. What would you say some things are that have been quite difficult to adapt to? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the time, because you're kind of doing this role over a number of years, the, the time that doesn't suddenly um, happen, it, it sort of kind mm. of creeps up and you get going. But I think the biggest challenges that, that we face is really in trying to promote um, cosmetic density. And I keep going on about the phrase ethical cosmetic density, and it's because it is. And, and mm-hmm. it, the biggest challenge is trying to really promote to our industry look if you're going to do cosmetic dentistry please please for the love of god get a little bit of basic training under your belt don't don't just think because you can prep a veneer and you can take an impression and send it to the lab you're a cosmetic dentist you're far Mm. from it and um there's a big problem um at the moment uh in social media Mm. um on instagram facebook tiktoks all this sort of stuff with people who are absolutely unqualified doing exactly what i've just said and kind of promoting and touting their work um and and um it's really dangerous and i think it's it's something that needs to be people need to when they look at these things and i hope they do they look at it with just you know a Mm. little bit of uh you know a question in their head a, a doubt as to what what they people are actually doing or just as a bit of fun but um, sadly, some people kind of use this as a learning platform. And But the misinformation that's being got across um, by colleagues is phenomenally dangerous. Uh, you know, in the words I saw a post you know, earlier on in the year, and, and they were going, here's you know, no drill, cosmetic makeover in one day uh, for this patient, no, no pain, no injections, blah, blah. And then when you actually look at it, and because I have an eye now that – I didn't realize is highly is a, a lot more trained now I'm, I'm zooming in and I'm looking at these things I'm going hang on look they've had a gingivectomy there you're going to tell me there's no that that and hang on that tooth there unless you've done ortho to re-rotate that lateral you've cut it yeah you know uh, and then if you look a little bit more you can see a huge wear facet on the canine that was there before that's now not there well the one thing sure as pie that's going to happen is that that veneer is going to fracture off because you've got a parafunctional issue going on. There's no way that canine would be flat. And so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that. And I'm seeing all these little things. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's about the hardest thing is trying to educate our community. And please, if you know, we encourage mm. you to do it, please do it, but do it ethically and do it safely more for you and the patient. Very importantly, because we've got to look after the patient, but I don't want you coming into litigation because yeah. Um, cosmetic dentistry, as I said before, is is quite mm. subjective, and it is in the eye of the person who comes to you. So it's to, they're coming in with you know uh, mental, spiritual, welfare, health, 
and they're expecting they don't know mm. what they want and they're waiting for you to deliver what they think they want you know they all come in and go i want to look like cheryl cole and it's like well you know you ain't gonna yeah. look like cheryl cole so you're not gonna have yeah. those teeth right um so uh, but they don't know what they want they just know they want better and so if you give them this and it costs money and remember it's what's called an elective procedure um an elective so if you do an elective procedure which is something that's an elective procedure, for those that don't know, is a procedure that is not required mm. for your health, okay? A chosen pathway. So an elective procedure, um, they're paying lots of money for it. Um, they have um, self-esteem issues. Uh, they've got um, high demand. And these patients are sometimes, you know, a, the, the, there's a lot of complexities that come with why they want what they want. You put all this into a mix and you fail there's one thing that's going to happen, and that's a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. That's a claim, okay? And and we we don't want to see dentists pulled through in you know claims claim courts, GDC, and all this sort of stuff. That's that's not fun mm. for anybody, and it's not good for our profession. So yeah, the biggest hurdle is is trying to educate dentists. Please engage in the right way, and the other hurdle is trying to engage with um, patients. Please, patient. You know, please go and choose a BACD dentist. Um, that that will be on their website. They'll have a maybe a plaque in their in their office. And really, what it's doing is it's showing that they have shown that they have a skill set, a minimal base skill set, to be able to provide dentistry to you ethically and properly in a way that will last, that will be minimal damage to you, and will be of maximum benefit to you. And it's a win-win. That's what we want. So that's our biggest challenges. Excellent. And how exactly can can you assess if you're ready to do cosmetic dentistry? Um, if you've got a BDS, mm -hmm. then you're ready to roll. Mm -hmm. A BDS is a Bachelor of Dental Surgery, for those that don't know. So once you've got your degree and you have an interest, I, w I would say, yeah. and, and a passion helps, then, then, then yeah, you, you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. But how do you make sure that you're doing it in like you mentioned this idea of making sure that you're doing it in a morally moral and ethical fashion? Because obviously when we I think something that's yeah. confusing for especially like dental students like us, we think, okay, well, I've got my BDS now. I'm free to do whatever I like. Because if we look in the eyes of the law, you are. You're pretty open to doing quite a lot of procedures as long as it's, you know, within a, a reasonable um, level. So how can you really identify when you're able to delve into cosmetic dentistry and do things that might be a little bit more complex from your experience? Okay. That's a, yeah, that's a great mm -hmm. question, Farah. So I think if we turn this slightly on its head mm -hmm. and if we call cosmetic dentistry, anything that is an improvement yeah. in appearance, okay, you can do a class four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On an anterior tooth. So that's an anterior tooth that's had a little chip mm -hmm. come out of it. You can repair that with a composite yeah. and make that look good. You can do you can do whitening, mm -hmm. right? So they are in effect that's cosmetic procedures. You're already able to do that. Um, where people get confused with the word cosmetic is they think it's you know um, wall wall to wall veneers, a six to six veneer, or you know a full mouth rehabilitation. So you know I, I referred to Rylander. <laughs> so you know, that's what they think of as cosmetic dentistry. They think of Katie mm -hmm. Price and having everything drilled out. They think of that as cosmetic dentistry. Cosmetic dentistry is also about being um, uh, clever. It's about being minimal, uh, and it's you know I'm sure you've heard the, the phrase "align yep. each bond." 
So a line is moving the teeth into the right place. Bleaching is whitening, and bonding is 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 putting uh, white fill, tooth filling material composite onto the teeth to reshape them into the correct place. This is really minimal, and that's a good starting block to get into um, cosmetic dentistry. But really, if you, um, the the key factor is don't try to run too quickly. And you com- you've got the nail on the head there when you go, we have a free reign. We do, absolutely. Uh, the only issue is that if you fail, like we said earlier, the 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 rule book will be th- will be much bigger and it will hit you a lot harder than it will maybe me at my level if I fail because I've got a lot more backup to go. Well, this is why we did. This is evidence based. This is my training. This is how many times I've done this this particular thing. This is an anomaly. It went wrong, or if it went wrong, this is why, and I can justify the reasons why it went wrong. So yeah, when you come out, you have a BDS. But I think the the challenge is in, in finding a pathway. And if you're looking at wanting to do cosmetic dentistry, going, this is where I'd like to be in 15 years' time, and, and let me start to go down that pathway. Let's start with the little stuff. Let's go on another postgrad course. Let's do a bit of learning. Let's maybe you know come along to a, a, a cosmetic. Involve yourself with peers who are like-minded. Uh, an easy way, as a, you know, it would be the BACD. We're talking about the BACD, so it would be that. But there are other places. But surround yourself with peers. Very importantly, get yourself a yeah. mentor. Right, that can be someone who is better than you, and, and and is someone that you want to be and you want to get to. Um, so that's that's really important. You know, I, I mentor um, you know a number of young dentists, and and we we catch up just on WhatsApp all the time. They send me little cases. And I look mm. at it and I feed back and I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. And it's like, well, I know you didn't. You're yeah. not ready yet, but you might see this next time. Um, so it's, it's, it's a pathway. It's having that pathway and that journey. Uh, and I think that's the most mm. important thing uh, really is you know, to, to have that understanding that you know, there's a great saying, you don't yeah. know what you don't know. If you, if you look at uh, uh, an, an, a pie of life, you, you may be right now, and dent- if you're a fifth-year dental school, you, let's mm. say you've just graduated, right? Um, now, I think when you graduate, you are the most knowledgeable you will ever be, but your scope is very narrow. Okay, so your pie is maybe you know uh, a twelfth, or at the best a tenth, uh, but then there's maybe a quarter that you that you know you you don't know. However, there's sitting there at nearly two thirds of stuff that you don't know. You don't even know that you yeah. don't know. Okay. And it's that stuff that will trip you up. So that's why it's important to go on, 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 have a planned journey and not try to run, run too quickly. Excellent. I think we've learned a lot there. And kind of what, what I'd say is my key learning point from all of this is understanding that it's okay to be out of your depth sometimes and having, but, but at the same time, once you've identified that understanding that there's, there's avenues to improve your, your, your learning and increase the possibility of you of becoming your best clinician by surrounding yourself with people that are better. So yeah, honestly, I feel like, um, especially from my experience with the BACD, I had a fantastic time, saw some great speakers. As, I, as we mentioned, Pascal Manier, I feel like if if you're a dental student in like your third, fourth year, you'll probably have heard of him. Before then, you might not know who he is, but once you find out who this man is, you'll, you'll, you'll be in awe. Um, yeah, f- fantastic, fantastic clinician. But yeah, it was, it was amazing to talk to you again, Dr. McConnell. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, and I'm sure the listeners really loved what you said. You're more than welcome. Yeah, thank you for your time. Oh, it's been great chatting again to you guys. Thanks very much. Yeah, and I think I think one of the the best things that you kind of say in there is is you know, it's about learning and it's the community and what have you. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, 
Next time, Faris and Robbie, that you're up at the BSD, come and grab me. We're going to have a pint. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and if anybody is wandering around and they kind of they're at the conference, uh, you you will see who I am. I, my face. I'm, I'm up yeah. on the stage. <laughs> and I'll come yeah. and say hi, and uh, and and uh, mention the uh, you know the drill podcast. There you go. Uh, and and then I'll have a big smile. And and then do you know what? That's your first step on your cosmetic journey. I'll put you <laughs> into my little logbook, and before you know it. I'll, you can send me cases and I'll go, right, guys, let's have a little look at this. There what can go. we learn? You heard it here, very kind. Thank you. That's extremely kind. Um, yeah. No, um, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to make it to the conference, but I have been a member of the BACD, so um, I there would definitely go. recommend um, any dental student to sign up because it is you are joining such a great community. Um, yeah. But, and and then you know, coming back again to to the points you're making, uh, Faris, especially of, of saying you know, you feel a little bit out your depth. Mm. Uh, that's normal, and that's how mm. you learn. Okay, so please don't be afraid of feeling a little bit oh, out yeah. your depth. Moderate yourself in what you're mm. going to do, because <laughs> without without feeling uncomfortable, you're never going to push your boundary. Absolutely. And without pushing your boundary, you're never going to grow. All right, and 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 it's essential. Uh, I still get stuff now, even years later. I'm going oh. Okay, now I'm a, I feel a little bit out of my comfort zone, but that's good because it's pushing Excellent. me to the next yep. level. Perfect. So thank you guys for listening to the You Know The Drill podcast. Be sure to check out Dr. McConnell on Instagram over at Dr. Chris McConnell to keep up with his journey and also check out the BACD. Um, you can find them over at the BACD. Excellent. And to find out more about dentistry, the application process and stay updated with the podcast, Make sure you follow at You Know The Drill Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at Ferriston and You Know The Drill Podcast on YouTube for all your dental needs. Thanks for listening. Peace out.